Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. I want to ask you a question. Is your phone working for you or against you? Is your phone stealing your patience? I want us to look and reflect on our phone usage and how it's affecting our emotional regulation and mental health. So this is something that I wanted to talk about because it's such a big issue in the world that we live in now. 20 years ago, it was just not a thing. It didn't really exist. But in the last, I would say, especially 10 years, phones are everywhere. They're in our pockets. We don't leave the house without them. They are, they're with us when we go to the bathroom. They're with us everywhere we go and we take them out every free second and just scroll on them. And I know that you probably relate to this, most of you, and maybe you even see your spouses do that. And that is part of my story. And I know that I've noticed that when I'm on my phone a lot, I do not respond in the ways that I want to respond. I react a lot more. I am a lot more snappy. I am feeling more icky internally and almost like frustrated with myself for wasting my time. And then I take it out on my kids. So this is something that I want to talk to you about. I want you to think about, do you wake up? and grab your phone right away. I want you to understand that when you look at your phone right away in the morning, your stress levels are already at its highest when you wake up. When you pick up your phone and you look at that blue light, it actually increases your stress levels. It really makes you feel more agitated and frustrated. Here's a tip that you can do. This is what I do and I've been doing it actually for years already is I charge my phone in my bathroom, by my bathroom sink. And I don't have it next to me. And for the reason is because if it's next to me, when I fall asleep, I will scroll on it for a long time and then stay up too late. And in the mornings, when the alarm goes off, I have to physically get out of bed to go turn it off on my phone, and it's right next to my sink. And typically, I have to go to the bathroom, and then I have to wash my face and brush my teeth, and I kind of get into that rhythm right away without picking up my phone as much. And I want you to understand that when your stress levels are high, we have, everybody has our max limit. Like 10 out of 10 is when we lose our cool and react. Well, when you wake up, 
your stress levels are at like seven and eight. And when you grab your phone right away and you start scrolling on your phone, it actually increases your stress levels. And taking the fact that let's say you do not get up before your kids and you just jump into your day reacting and putting out fires right away with your kids. Let's say they're fighting or somebody needs a diaper change or you have a crying baby. You are going to be feeling even more reactive. And this is something that is in completely in your control. There's many things in our life that happen out of our control that do affect our emotions. And this is in your control 100%. You can do something about this and support your emotional and mental well-being. Second, social media. I'm sure you can relate. I know for a fact that when you are on social media and you spend time on it, It's so easy to get scrolled into that reel after reel after reel. I so get that. And I get pulled into that as well. And actually, this is why I haven't had any social media apps on my phone since January when I decided to not be active on social media for business anymore. I decided to delete social media off my phone. My accounts are still active. I just don't use them. I will log in through my desktop a few times a week and I will see if there's any messages there and if I'm missing anything. And the desktop version of Instagram is not really user-friendly and so I don't spend much time on it anymore. And I'm, I was more of an Instagram person, person versus... TikTok or Facebook, though both of them are now everything is video, short video. And so it's just so addictive. You get that dopamine hit and it's affecting your mental health so, so much. I will link an episode that I did with Sandy, who was a guest on my show. And we talked about the effect on social media on our minds and our mental and emotional well-being and spiritual well-being. And how it's actually, if you're feeling mentally in a bad place because you have negative thoughts, it leads to you feeling emotionally yucky and icky. And when you are feeling icky internally, and feeling bad about yourself because you're comparing yourself with others. You feel less than. You feel like you're failing because you're not able, you're not doing all the things the other moms are doing. And that leads to you feeling easily agitated and snappy and reactive and irritable and overstimulated. So as you can see, our phone oftentimes is not serving us, especially social media. Also, it's really hard to stick with good boundaries when you have social media on your phone. We end up picking up our phone and scrolling late at night and staying up way too late. I am sure you relate to that. You are not the only one. I've totally experienced that myself. And the boundaries that you can set is deleting the app off your phone. And you will realize that every time you pick up your phone, you're going to be looking subconsciously for that app. And you're like, oh, You're going to catch yourself realizing and help you be more aware that you are spending way more time on that app than you needed to. And you also will realize you have a lot more free time than you thought you did. 
It takes up and sucks so much of your time that you could be present with your kids and connecting with your kids and investing into yourself in your personal growth, development, spiritual growth with God and connecting with them. So social media is detrimental to our mental health. There's so many studies that have shown that. It is overall not serving us. There's a lot more negativity there than positivity. And I would encourage you, if you're still on social media, to unfollow any accounts that are triggering to you. That's one. If you still choose to be and have social media on your phone, set phone boundaries. There's app limits that you can set and downtime that you can set, especially with the iPhone. Set boundaries around your phone use. Set an hour. That could be, let's say, an hour a day, and you will realize how quickly that hour passes, and it's going to be a quick wake-up call for you to realize, oh my goodness, I'm spending way more time on this than I want to. Something else I was aware of for myself personally, it's not just social media. So what happened when I deleted social media off my phone, because my brain was so used to having stimulation, often I started to lean towards YouTube and watching YouTube videos and YouTube shorts. And then I had to quickly realize, oh, I'm kind of just replacing one thing for another. And that is also not good. So I deleted the YouTube app off my phone. Yes, I could go through it through like Safari and stuff, but it's just still not as user-friendly. And so it just kind of like had to be a wake-up call for me. Oh, I'm just you know, still trying to not necessarily escape, but just it was a way of coping with like, oh, at the end of the day to decompress. And it wasn't the best way to do it. So another thing is that I noticed is that will easily contribute to me feeling overstimulated and agitated with the kids is watching a show. Sometimes once in a while, I don't really watch much shows at all or Netflix, or anything. Usually in the evenings, I just put the kids to bed, I clean up the kitchen, and then I just start getting ready for bed. I typically don't stay up scrolling, or, well, I don't scroll anymore because I don't have the apps on my phone, but I typically don't do any show watching. Well, sometimes there's something that would come out on Netflix that I would want to watch. I remember, like, Megan and Harry, they had their documentary come out, and just recently there was one about the soccer player, David Beckham. And I was just interested in watching that documentary on his life because I wanted, for me, it's interesting how it affected their mental health as they were famous and they were going through all of this, his wife, the relationship between them. For me, it was just interesting to kind of watch the documentary. And even Megan and Harry, I just love learning about how, let's say, the, the famous part of being a celebrity, how it affects their mental and emotional well-being. Besides the point, I was interested in watching that show. And I remember I had it playing on the tablet and I had, I was at home when my toddler was home and she really wanted my attention and I would get easily agitated with her. And this was like literally recently, this is not a long time ago. And I would catch myself to try to just shoo her away and not answer or respond to her because in my mind, she was interrupting me and annoying me from watching this show. And that was wrong. And so another thing that I want you to be aware is, is watching something that you're watching. Is that stealing 
you from being present with your kids? Is it serving you or is it not serving you? Or harming your relationship with your kiddos. I had a similar thing with like podcasts and an audiobook. So I would have, you know, with an audiobook, I had an earpiece, an AirPod in my ear, and I was trying to multitask and make dinner with the kids and to help with homework. And I really wanted to listen to this new book by Jill Dillard from Counting the Cost was the name of the book. It was recently released and I was listening to that and I was getting really agitated that I couldn't finish listening to the book because my kids were needing me and interrupting me. That's how my brain was perceiving it. And I know that that's not how I want to show up for my kids. I know that it's stealing me from being present and being fulfilled and joy-filled in my motherhood. And so This is just something I want you to be aware because when we are aware, we can start making changes. And something else that I did in a recent podcast episode that is going to serve you when it comes to your kids, quote unquote, interrupting you and you feel agitated that they're not letting you do X, Y, Z, watch a show or listen to a podcast or whatever I remember I caught myself telling my husband that my kids won't let me watch the show. And I caught myself saying that and I realized that that was wrong. My kids are way more important than that show. I can pause that show and come back to it, but I cannot go back and come back to my kids to that present moment and be available for them when they needed me. So when you have that thought, my kids won't let me, my kids are interrupting me, I would challenge you to see it from a different lens. My kids are more important than my phone, than social media, than scrolling on, you know, TikTok. My kids are more important than watching the show. This matters to me. My kids matter more than this thing that I'm scrolling and looking at. And instead of my kids are interrupting me, I am pausing whatever I'm doing to be present with my kids. But I would also encourage you just not be on your phone as much. I know it's easy to say, but it's hard to do. And I get it. I get it. And so here's my homework assignment for you that is going to be helpful for you to reflect on it. So grab your journal. And I want you to answer several questions. Number one is, how do I feel about my phone use? Actually do this assignment. This is the kind of work I have you do in my coaching container. You have reflection questions that you have to work through every single week for a reason. It helps you reflect at where you are now and what you need to do differently. And you make a plan what you're going to do differently. And you take action on that. And I keep you accountable on that. So question one, how do I feel about my phone use? Number two, why do I normally go to my phone? Trying to escape something? If so, what am I trying to escape? Number three, how do I want my phone to work for me instead of against me? And number four, what changes do I need to make? So if I want to be more present with my kids, and if that's what I'm deciding, that's who I am now, what changes do I need to make in my life to align with being a present mom? Friend. If you know what to do, but you don't do what you know, and you are struggling to implement the things that you're learning from books, from podcasts, from passive courses that you bought, you read the books, you listen to the podcast, but you can't just implement what you're learning, I want you to know that I have support available for you. I have a 12-week step-by-step 
program that will help you go from a mom who's feeling agitated, frustrated, yelling, screaming, reactive all the time to a mom who's peaceful and calm and present and stable and available for her kids. A mom who is not snapping left and right. A mom who feels good and is proud of the way that she shows up for her family. My friend, that is available for you. I also have a 100% money back guarantee on my program. That is unheard of because I am that sure it's going to help you. So in the show notes, scroll down and book a clarity call with me. If this is something that is aligning with you and you know that you are ready to make some changes in your life and you're sick and tired of feeling like a failure and reacting to your kids constantly and screaming and yelling and just feeling like an angry mom all the time, this is for you. I'm so excited to connect with you, my friend. Scroll down in the show notes. The next step is to book a clarity call with me, and I can't wait to chat with you. And until next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.